Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If you can find the time to explore the mind of a stripper, then you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime Time with Isaac and Sue. Damn, what they on? All steroids and no carbs. Them's a big ass kids. This is Prime Time. We're not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Oh, my goodness. Here are Isaac Roth and Jason Sakanik with Prime Time on 1080 The Fan. All right. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. Uh, Stock Watch next in the news. You know the routine. Yeah. We know what's up. So Stetson Bennett and Bo Nix, that, that, that very first game when we watched that game, and it was a blowout, 49-3. to three. Yeah. Well, one of them I would have agreed with. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, I don't think you would have. If I would have said Heisman? Look, I, Bennett looked Well, re- first of all, wait a minute. If I said Heisman for either of those guys in, you know, like, let's just say after the game. Sure. You'd be like, you would have laughed me out of the room, first of all, that Bo Nix would be in the Heisman conversation. And Stetson Bennett, I think you would say, well, yeah, yeah. he's really good and he's coming up a championship, but come on. Yeah, he's I, would have, not that I, I would have gone with a lot of times it's the it's the best player on the best team. And, you know, look. He's all right. Look, some Oklahoma, was it Jason White, I think, won a Heisman at Oklahoma? Like, I could, I wouldn't have said yes, but I, I well, would have. I, I would have not been shocked. Now, the Bo Nix one, everyone would have laughed at your ass. Well, at that time, it was Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, yeah. um, and Stroud's still in it, but Young's not. You know, so But but here's the funny thing. The funny thing is, you know, you really could have Stetson Bennett and Bo Nix both at the Heisman ceremony. Absolutely. Looking back at that very first game, if I would have told you that before that game, you'd be like, no, nah, that's probably not going to happen. But yeah. they, but it could. Bennett is, uh, is trending. He beat Nix by 46, and he... It, Stetson Bennett, did you know he's twenty three and zero as a starter? Is he really? He has never lost. Wait, no, he lost to Alabama last year. Uh, did he not start? That I don't game? think he started in the SEC title game. I, I read he is twenty three and zero as well a because starter. last year they were early in the year they were platooning him and JT Daniels, weren't they? Yeah, but he by the time they played, maybe it's regulars. No, because that was the regular season. So he, so I, I'm wondering if Daniel started when they lost to him in the regular season. Well, and, they, then, and then Bennett. Won. That was in the SEC title game, and Alabama housed him. I'll look at mm-hmm. him. I'll yeah. look it up. So but anyway, outside of that, yes. Look, I think Bo Nix at, at this point, if, if you're going Heisman, um, if you're going Heisman contenders, how Bo Nix isn't in the the short short list is beyond me. Like I I don't know if you want to go top five, top six, but you got Stroud, you got Hooker, uh, Stetson Bennett, Caleb Williams, uh, USC. He's a one loss team. Uh, Quorum, the running back of Michigan. Uh, if you want to go, was a Duggan, the quarterback at TCU. 
you're telling me that they're having a better year than than Bo Nix? I and his numbers right now, and I know they're not playing anyone, but dude, he's he's putting up video game numbers against bad teams, and now you're getting in the stretch here where you got three quality teams, and obviously the Pac-12 title game. Dude, he plays like this and keeps putting up these numbers. He's about to make a statement over the next you know month that he belongs on the stage in New York. The odds have been moving. We when we did the post game show on Saturday evening, he Bo Nix was twelve to one, and now he's uh, just under eight to one to win the Heisman. He and Caleb Williams are tied. Well, behind only Corum, Hooker, and Stroud. His work is yet to be done because they've got four. If you count the Pac twelve title game, four winning teams, tough games left. Yeah. So, so I mean, it's, it's just getting started, but yeah. the but the numbers are certainly eye popping. Yeah. Now for he's Bo Nix. Well, and, and he's or, playing great. And at this point, Oregon. I mean, God bless Colorado, but uh, you get a touchdown, and you let's just throw it to a tackle, and we'll let our quarterback catch one. Well, that's what I mean. I think right yeah. now, what people are going to say. I was talking to a Husky fan, a friend of mine, who was saying, "Oh, Oregon hasn't played anybody but UCLA." Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, all right. I, I mean, I guess you could say that. That sounds like a rationalization to me. But the the point is, is that Bo Nix heavy lifting is starting this week. Yes. Washington is good. Utah is probably even better than Washington. Oregon State is going to be a very tough game. Yeah. And then you're probably going to play USC or UCLA in the Pac-12 title game, yeah. which is the best. The rest, the 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 other best team in the Pac-12. So. It's too early to talk about. It. I just was pointing out. It's just interesting to go back and look at the forty-nine to three drubbing Georgia gave Oregon. I know, and think that both of those quarterbacks are now trending towards being on the podium up there, you know, for the for the Heisman ceremony. But the top four this week are are the four unbeaten. There are only four left: yeah. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, and TCU. Ohio State and Michigan play, and TCU is a seven-point underdog this week. They're playing at Texas. Yeah. So you know, Oregon slides up to number six. They've already gotten some help. I think the fun thing for me to to think about, and, and this sucks that the tournament's only four. We bitch about that all the time. It will eventually be twelve, and hopefully sooner than later. But what if Georgia and the Ohio State Michigan winner are the only two unbeaten?s Yeah, and then you just it's get, pandemonium. You dude. get chaos. You I'll, get chaos. I'll say it right now. I, I'll make this. I think if Oregon wins out and is a one loss Pac twelve title team, I think they get in. I I agree with that. I think they're in. I agree with that. But what if Oregon and Ohio State and Michigan's winner are the only two unbeatens? <laughs> You're going to have an ACC one-loss champ in, in likely in Clemson. Yep. You can have a, a one-loss champ of Oregon or USC of the Pac-12 maybe, yep. or even UCLA, I guess. One last um, big, t- one last Big Twelve, and and you got know, one lost Tennessee. You're going to have a uh, maybe. Well, if you have an undefeated uh, TCU, they're going. Yeah. But let's say they lose one and win the uh, Big Twelve. There's a one lost Big Twelve champ, and you're going to have a one loss SEC. You're going to four one loss yeah. three that are conference champions, Power Five conference champions. You have to choose from. The one thing too that I like about Oregon is I'm always a believer of if you're going to lose, lose early. That's like, right. You know, as as you've seen Oregon climb up the rankings here, right? That that loss to to Georgia, obviously, it's a big stinker and it hangs over your head. It's a long time ago. Whereas, if let's say TCU, right? TCU's rolling, and TCU loses the last game of the year, or they lose the Big Twelve title. However, you want to, you know, whatever. That loss will 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 remain in your mind, and you'll drop back even a couple spots. Whereas if TCU had lost earlier in the year and built themselves up, it is so much better to lose early. So the one good thing that Oregon has going for it is they lost early, and they've managed to build themselves back up. If USC loses again or TCU loses or anyone, that'll send you tumbling down. Or if you're already a one-loss team, that basically eliminates you. So you know, I, I just think it sets itself up well for Oregon unless you get some some crazy stuff like, 
like if LSU beats Georgia as a two-loss SEC team and you have a one-loss Georgia, one-loss Tennessee, and a two-loss champ in, in LSU, that's the sort of crap that can derail any conference champ that's a one-loss team. Well, I just Oregon's got a lot of business to take care of, so we'll, we'll, we'll let them get there first. But I do think, too, the cool thing is is that for the Pac-12, even if Oregon doesn't get to that tournament, the it's likely that the loser of the Ohio State-Michigan game is in the Rose Bowl. Probably. And that's going to be a badass game. Yeah. No matter who's in there, Utah, UCLA, USC, or Oregon uh, for the for the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. So um, good weekend. Good weekend of college football. Oregon did what they needed to do, got some help. But I like finally that, we're, you know, as you're watching Oregon, no offense, but we're through the uh, yes. the doldrums yeah. of the schedule. It matters now. And now we're into some... Well, I mean, some, it all matters, but yeah, you Yeah, know but I mean. now we're into some games that we can actually talk about hey. and... Like the last two weeks we talked to Dan Lanning. There's like, what do you? What are you we're not to... talking about Colorado. I'll no, we're not. So let's. But let's, these n- next now four, we're some some real games. They, can, you know, Oregon has looked great. Yes. Bo Nix is playing great. Their offense looks unstoppable. They're unstoppable. Their offensive line is great. Dan Lanning's coaching his ass off. But they can lose any of mm. these next four. Yeah. Is they are not. You immune. Know, no, this is this is going to be good. So well, and we'll, again, look around the country at some of the teams. Even Ohio State that was flummoxed by Northwestern. Weird stuff happens. The yeah, nice did they part. get dinged for that? Do, do you? I mean, they won the game. But I, I think they'll get Northwestern out. sucks. Like, yes. they're one. And they're seven. like one and seven. And and I get the weather was bad and all that, but they did not look good. The nice part is, and we see where was that? It was at Northwestern. Weird things happen on the road. And the beautiful part for for Oregon is where's Washington and where's Utah? They're both at home. Yep. If these if if this was flipped and you had UW, if two of these next three were on the road, I would feel a lot less uh, comfortable than having two of those games at at Austin Stadium and then the Civil War being at Reeser. All right, more college football weekend. Walnuts will be coming later, or perhaps even tomorrow. We've got a lot to get to. But uh, up next is our primetime stock watch. What we're buying and selling from the weekend in sports on the fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's primetime stock watch. What's all the hype? Are Isaac and Sue buying it or calling BS and unloading it fast? Sounds to me like you guys are a couple of bookies. Is the hype accurate or a bunch of hot gas? Before you buy or sell, listen close. It's easy to grin when your ship comes in and you've got the stock market beat. But the man worthwhile is the man who can smile when his shorts are too tight in the seat. <laughs> Primetime Stock Watch is brought to you by 1-800-DIVORCE. When you need to take stock of your rights, 1-800-DIVORCE is on your side. Call 1-800-D-I-V-O-R-C-E today. All right. Ryan Buckley continues to fill in as our producer. Uh, we don't know what's going on with that. But he's we are just, looking for one. He's here. Yeah, Mike Lynch uh, texted me the other day. He was like, hey, man, how's it going over there? And he was just like, hey, you guys filled the producer uh, spot yet? And I just laughed and was like, ah, maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. But Buck's here. <laughs> Ryan, apparently, over there. Doing Ryan, <laughs> make it sound so Ryan. boring. Well, uh, it's kind of a boring name, although I'm Jason, so Jason. What, do you, what do you want from that? Jason and Ryan <laughs> on 1080 The Fan. <laughs> well, here's Ryan <laughs> with uh, Stockwatch. Yeah, Stockwatch uh, hitting on a couple things that you guys started to get into in the last couple segments. going to start in Seattle on Friday. This is Jonathan Smith after losing to the Huskies. Yeah, we're going to err on aggression down there, uh, even more aggression with the way the wind was going. Because, you know, leaving points, there's no guarantee that things going through the upright. So that's why we were... And I didn't think the di- distances were ridiculous. I mean, I think the one was fourth and one, three, maybe three and a half. Um, we, we talked about that going into the game last night with the team, and obviously we didn't get So you guys were mentioning the quarterback play and some of the deficiencies on Oregon State uh, a little bit, but the buy or sell question here is buy or sell, Jonathan Smith will never have the personnel to unlock his coaching acumen mm. no. at Oregon State. No, I don't buy that. I mean... You know, we've seen over the years Oregon State's put together nice rosters. You know, you're you're not going to ever have a top 10 recruiting class, ever, at Oregon State. But you look at the people that they've brought in from, you know, Mike Cass to Sammy Strotter to, you know, all the different defensive guys that have have come through there, NFL players at all three levels, Pac-12 or 10 defensive players of the year, and and swan cut, and you've got difference makers in the secondary this year and and a couple linebackers that uh, that, that are quality. So... I, I don't buy that. I, I think that you can put together a really good team at Oregon State. It's been proven under Mike Riley uh, and similar programs, whether it's Washington State, whether it's programs like Wisconsin. I think Utah has a little bit of that Oregon State feel and what you're trying to build towards. And I think right now, I think you have a team that's competitive against every team in the Pac-12 minus a quarterback. I think if you had, if you had managed to hit in the transfer portal and land, I mean, I'm not saying Bo Nix would have been, you know, like the, you know, the same player at Oregon State, but it's not like Bo Nix was the most sought-after quarterback in the land. And, and I'm not saying you get a Caleb Williams, but if you landed a a transfer quarterback like the right guy, well, Hooker was a, a cast-off from Virginia Tech who got beat out by Braxton Burmeester, right? So you know, you're a quarterback away, I think, from being a a serious Pac-12 title contending team. So I, I sell that he cannot get the sort of roster he needs to to unlock the potential of this team. I also sell it. 
I think we've already seen his coaching acumen. I mean, yeah. he's won 13 games there the last season plus. He's a, he's a really good coach. You can see the impact. I, th- I think you can see his impact and his acumen and his imprint uh, already. It's it's really good. They have the bones of a of a good team. Uh, his legacy at Oregon State, as you said, will now be how he recruits the quarterback position moving forward. Because yeah. it does seem like if you give an offensive guy like him, uh, a, a, a bright offensive guy like Jonathan Smith, a hell of a quarterback, you can, you can go to the next level. Yeah. And that's that's what everybody's yeah. waiting on. They don't have it right now. But, you know, if he doesn't get that, then I think this is what you're going to see out of Oregon State. Yeah. But if he does get that, there's, there's the next level. Moving on to... Boulder, where the Ducks put one on the Buffaloes. Uh, you mentioned you get a touchdown, you get a touchdown, and you get a touchdown. <laughs> Everyone gets one. Some peculiar ways of doing it, including one to the offensive tackle, but the uh, unlikeliest one was this one right here. Half-yard line, the same play. Here we go. Give it to Sewell. Who dives it in? Touchdown, Noah Sewell. <laughs> Bo Nix turned and handed it to him, and Sewell went That's airborne, horrible. and he's got his first touchdown. Running the ball for the offense out of the backfield. It was awkward, by the way. You can tell that guy hasn't carried a ball in about five years. That was, yeah. That was not very smooth. That wasn't was no, graceful with no, the dive, was, the no, timing, <laughs> all of that. <laughs> uh, but I had, a, I had a buddy who had an interesting thought on that touchdown, and I want to ask you guys this, buy or sell. Buy or sell, creative play calling like that is being a culture builder within your program. <laughs> I think what it means is honestly, you, you you've got some guys that are uh, it's 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 lighthearted. Like you you know when you get to this point in the season, it it's it's hard because you're you're playing you're playing down to competition. You know that you're that much better. Nicks and scrapes and dings and dents start to build up, and the fact that you can go into a game and you can throw a touchdown pass to your tackle, you can throw him back to your quarterback, you get your freaking All-American linebacker in there. You know what? That's just a coach letting the guys know that, hey, I understand this is a grind. We're going to have some fun here. We're going to keep this light lighthearted. And the big push, so to speak, Vince Lombardi style, is still to come. So, yeah, in some ways I will agree with that. It is a program builder because it's a culture of of fun and and we're going to be inclusive and this isn't going to be just foot to the gas a thousand miles an hour every single week i know this is colorado so let's just kind of you know let's have some fun out there boys what do you mean by culture what what does that mean that that calling plays like this it does something more intangible for your team than just putting on putting points on the board yeah i'll buy that i think throwing guys a bone keeps them engaged I think that's a short way of maybe saying the same thing Suk was just saying, but he's been there, he's played in it. I mean, you, you would get that, right? Like, if they, like, let's say Big Suk, as I know you to do sometimes, uh, as you've talked about in your college experience, you're a senior and you're like, ah, I've been there, done that, don't really care, not <laughs> yep. that engaged, Lavelle Edwards is kind of boring, I don't care, right? You're that. 100%. Okay, so then they come to you and say, hey, Suk, we got to play for you. Yeah. You're instantly more like, oh, oh what? Yeah. You're going to throw me? You know, hey, yeah. you've been here a long time. Yeah. You help us a lot. You know, absolutely I can see how that keeps guys. Everyone gets jazzed. Yeah. You I, just... I promise you that old line when Noah Sewell was back there, yeah. they're like, we're giving it to we're giving it to one. I guarantee every one of those old linemen was laughing and like, hell yeah. Like, let's let's go. Those and are, him. Those and, are, uh, and everybody and on, on the defense. defense. Yeah, just, everybody on the sideline, yeah. too, wondering, is he going to get in? It yeah. lights a little fire. Yeah, I buy that. Uh, continuing on to the NFL, some waves today with the firing of Frank Reich and the seemingly out-of-left-field 
interim hire of Jeff Saturday. Here is Tom Pelissero of the NFL Network. Nothing fixed the offense. Nothing fixed this team. And so they make a dramatic move here, including another dramatic move by hiring Jeff Saturday, who is in the team's ring of honor. He was a part of the Super Bowl championship team. He made six Pro Bowls, but it only has limited coaching experience at the high school level. And by doing that, the Colts bypass former head coaches on their staff, Gus Bradley and John Fox. You have Bubba Ventrone, who's a rising head coaching candidate, will probably get a job someplace here in the coming years. And you go to a guy whose resume looks a lot like the one that uh, Josh McCown had when the Texans were heavily criticized for interviewing him back in January. The Colts, Ian, take the next step by actually hiring someone who's never coached in college, never coached in the NFL. Seems fairly apparent that that uh, Jim Irsay has taken the reins of this operation at this point, and he's hoping some outside-the-box thinking might yield some outside-the-box answers for a team that needs him. Quite simply, buying or selling the outside-the-box idea of hiring your interim head coach from outside the organization. It's the dumbest thing that I've ever heard of. <laughs> and uh, look, and, and you know what? Maybe this is a stroke of genius, but I'm telling you right now on paper, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. No coach has been hired with no experience since like 1951 Norvan Brocklin. Like this doesn't happen. Like I, I get it. Jeff Saturday was a good center for you. Like Jeff Saturday, are you telling me Jeff Saturday is going to have like like deep uh, input into the passing game? Like he's not even around the team. My God, he's doing TV. This is literally Jim Irsay. I, I, I've, I've never seen anyone wave the white flag. On a season like this, and if you wanted Reggie Wayne's on the roster, or Reggie what the Wayne's Re- he done? Oh, yeah, like like at least he's coaching. They have Gus Bradley too. Yeah, it's just is just Once coached in the NFL. This is just bizarre. What are we buying or selling? What is it again? Whether this outside the box idea of hiring an interim from outside your organization can work. Oh, uh, I'll buy it because I am going to. Uh, I have a different uh, spin on this. It is genius because they are tanking. <laughs> That's exactly what they're ah, doing. Yeah. Jim Jim Irsay knows what he's doing. Jim Irsay likes Jeff Saturday. Clearly, it's a good old boy hire. Yeah. But Jim Irsay does not care if they win. They have gone through six years yeah. with a different starting quarterback. They finally got one that they thought would be the guy, Matt Ryan. And in game seven, they bench him. Benched him. And Irsay was the one that wanted to bench. Irsay is tired of the of the quarterback carousel. And I think what he's doing here is he is saying it's like when the Blazers put Kevin Pritchard in, in as coach. Do you remember that? I remember that. It's like that. I, even though Pritchard was much more qualified than Jeff Saturday. This yeah. is really bizarre. But I think he's just waving the white flag. And it's smart to do it because there's not anybody on their team, from what I read today, that can call plays. No. Dude, they went 0 for 14 on third down in that game against the Patriots. Woof. And and the they don't care. No. They, they want to lose. They the, I bet you they lose the vast majority, if not all, of the rest of their games, and they will be in play to get a franchise-changing quarterback in the draft. That's all they want, and the only reason he chose Jeff Saturday is because I, I'm sure Jim Irsay got drunk with him once and likes him. I just like the who's calling the plays. Uh, the quarterback? The quarterback? Sam? That's why you at least go. I gotta go hire Peyton Manning as your interim Colts legend. Well, you know, again, he can call the plays. I get. I, and then, then, Reggie, he, then he, he rallies them to a 500 <laughs> record. Which you don't want. Reggie Wayne's on the staff. Colts legend, Dude, that Reggie, is, Reggie Wayne. That is a tank of epic proportions, and quite frankly, I respect it. <laughs> I think Jeff Saturday knows that, or is he coming in like... Oh, he knows. <laughs> I think Saturday's like, let's turn Dude, this thing Dude, they hired around. a guy from ESPN. <laughs> 
<laughs> what the hell? Last one for you guys, and this is a short one. Uh, much to the chagrin of many baseball fans, the Astros once again World Series <laughs> champions. <laughs> this came from a uh, post-game <laughs> reporter on the streets interview. Hey, what do you have to say to the, everyone who still considers the Astros cheaters? Well, all right. Blank, y'all. All right. Who was that? That was a uh, man on the street after the <laughs> Astros. She said, what do you say to all the people who still say the yeah. Astros are cheaters? And he said, blank, y'all. My question is, a buyer, buy or sell, it's time to relieve ourselves of the Astros hate and let it go. No, screw them. No. <laughs> this intensifies my hate. Screw them. That's right. Yeah, I don't. Look, now, That's great. right. They were almost, they they almost kind of had me with the Mattress Mac and, yeah. and uh, Pedro Alvarez. Yeah. yeah. And then they win and you see Alex Bregman celebrating. You're like, dang it. Yeah, screw I you. hate them. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. I think this, uh, you know, it, it, it justifies, if you will, their their greatness. Oh, they were awesome. But uh, screw them. Yeah, they were the best team going into the playoffs and we all said it. It was like, well, the Astros are the best team. They should have won. But that does like Duke often is the best team in college basketball. It doesn't make me hate Duke any less. So let me double down here with two fingers towards you, Buckley, and your Astros and your Giants. F you both. They're not my Astros. I'm just asking if it's time to relinquish no. the hate. I still no. hate the Giants, too. So F the Giants and F the Astros. Screw them. Well, all right. It's not that time. Did you see that Ted Cruz was in the Astros parade Yeah, today? someone hooked a beer at him. Yeah, good. And uh, the, I don't know. I'm assuming. What it was, is he doing in the parade? Well, he's he's no, he's not. He's trying to claim that he's some sort of sports fan, like when he said it was the basketball ring. Dude, that that guy. idiot. Why would they put him in a car? He's in a car waving to people like he won know. something. I do enjoy too that someone tried to jump in front of that beer, and as pointed out, a true Texan would stone cold Steve Austin, that son of a gun. That's right. And pound that thing. Come on, Ted. Well, hell, that's what uh, one of the, the comedian did. That remember that. There was a female comedian recently. I don't know oh, her name. Oh, yes. Somebody threw a beard her on stage. Yeah, she slammed and it. And she, she picked it up and pounded it. Well, look, we all know Ted, Ted Cruz. No. Ted Cruz is not doing that. Little bitch. <laughs> Stone cold hey, look, for, for Senate. I know Buck snuck that in on the stock watch, and that's fine. But our only recourse with our hatred for the Astros is to totally ignore their title today. And that's what we're going to do. Pretty much. I don't have anything to say about it. No. Look, that team was great. Yeah. F them. Yeah. I'm not some pro Astros honk over here. I'm just Whatever, Buckley. We're we're ignoring them. Yeah, pretty okay. much. We're we got football to talk. Yeah, we just put them in the corner and you know pay them, pay them no attention. Like they're a naughty child and we're gonna nanny them. That's right. <laughs> and and if any of you Astros fans out there, and I'm looking right at you, Potter and Dusty, start bitching. Like, oh, everybody mm. bitching about the. Yeah, maybe you should have thought about that before they cheated. Thank you. How about that? Yeah. So you have no, you have it's, no like, yeah, you look, celebrate yourself. your title, but yeah. don't start bitching about the people that are bitching about hating the Astros. Yeah. We all hate it's you. It's the Astros' fault. It's not those people's fault. Thank you. All right. There is our stock watch. It is each Monday at 415. It is brought to you by Goldberg Jones. When it comes to divorce, custody, and child support issues, trust Goldberg Jones to help. 1-800-DIVORCE. Phone questions answered at no charge. In the news is next, followed by the hot five at five. On the fan, here's Buck. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. 
You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, <clears throat> coming up next hour, we have a giveaway, as we do sometimes on radio. Be listening for the keyword. Is that what I call it? Sure. I don't know. The the password. The code word. Vagina. Yeah, the code word. <laughs> it is not vagina. Now we're going to have everyone texting that to the text line. But I'm sure the client will love that. Look, anytime there's a code word, immediately I go right to... The cable guy. So we're going to give away tickets to the PKI and Phil Knight Legacy Tournaments over uh, Thanksgiving weekend. Did you know college basketball started tonight? I did. Yeah. Oregon's playing. We're off a little bit early. We're off at 6.30. I think they got Florida A&M, the then, uh, Rattlers. Duke's playing my Jayhawks. That is correct on Florida A&M. I think you're correct on the mascot, too, though. I'll have to double check. Didn't they play them last year? I'm so dialed in with my random Florida schools. Uh, it is November 7, 2022 time now for In the News. I am your noted newsman. Hello. Yeah. Thank you. I am very cold today. You are. It is cold. It's not. It's like 1,000 degrees in here. Well, Confirmed. In here. The Rattlers is right. In oh, here no. it's warm. Yeah, it's, it's very warm. Now outside, it's, it's a little chilly. It's cold outside. I, I, uh, I Sneaky f- cold. I forgot my shoesies today, so I'm wearing flippy flops. Ooh. And uh, let me tell you. That'll make your toesies a little cold. It was a little, it was a little rough. Uh, outside, because you know you're you're walking. I kind of stepped in a puddle. Then my foot got wet, and the right uh, Boy, what a mistake. The right tootsie has not felt good. Why? Well, forgot to pack my damn shoes in the bag. I'm left with uh, little flip flops. It's not it's not good. It is Notary Public Day. What does that mean? You never had to. You never needed a notary. Oh, public? like a notary? Okay, yeah. I didn't. I guess I didn't know that it was a noted republic. <laughs> it's a notary. I thought you said noted. No, it is a notary public. A notary public. If you public. are a notary public. They're called a notary public? I thought they were called a public notary. No. I, I always thought so. it was just a or notary. Or just a notary. I thought yeah. it was just a notary. But I do like noted republic. That was sounds like, way better. It's like, what is happening? I huh? am a noted republic. <laughs> well, that's what I thought you said. <laughs> you would like. You can join my noted republic for the low, low price there, of $2,000. Hey. Now, our HR lady. Is uh, she a notary public? She is. So uh, she has. Mary. Mary. Yeah. Who I don't know if is still our HR lady or not. I haven't seen her in like three years. I don't know that either. But she's a wonderful woman, and she has notarized several things for me over the years. Yeah, I've, I've had a friend who's a notary public, and I tell you, that seems like a total pain in the ass. I don't know why you'd want to do that. I don't know. I think it's like the, you know? the, the bank always has one that you can oh, get yeah. for, like, I mean, for like 10 bucks or whatever. You need them for a lot of things, but and maybe they get paid a little bit every time they go out and sign. But I, don't know. I feel like it's a lot of power for a position that you... I feel like anyone could get. I feel well, like you I can. Just, you just got to be willing to do it. Yeah, but am I willing to like? If I'm willing to be shady, I feel like the uh, uh, you get a rogue one. I feel like you could cause a lot of damage with that. <laughs> Ooh, a renegade notary public. Yes. <laughs> 
right. I mean, look, it was like, hey, we have some sort of legal documents, and you're like, those aren't legit. And I'm like, uh, they're notarized right here, except the notary is me. I mean, fake <laughs> notaries sound like something that happens with like election fraud, and we are right on the doorstep of that, so I don't know. Let me ask you this. If you had something that was notarized, but it was notarized by me, would you feel comfortable with that? If you are a notary public, yes. Oh, then that's on you. Now, if that's you are a noted republic, <laughs> even more so. Either way, I promise you, I'm on the take. I'm going to Google notary public fraud. Let's see what pops up. <laughs> ah, the dangers of notary. Are you okay? Do you need to be burped? <laughs> oh, I'm dying. <laughs> All right, I'm feeling better. Uh, the dangers of notary fraud. Hmm. See? <laughs> I think it's an easy way that you could uh, have some shenanigans. Interesting. All right, I'll do some more homework on that. It is also Little League Girls Day. So Little League what? Girls? Girls, yeah. Is there... Right up your alley. But is there... What? Is there a Little League for girls? And don't they all, when they're Little League, don't they all just play combined? Just, I, I think it's just like girls who play Little League. It's like, uh, here, <laughs> here's the day. Yeah. Okay. November 7th. Brianna Abrahamson was ours. There was always one gal that when you were little, she could play with the boys. And then you get to like the 7th, 8th grade, and it kind of... Yeah. Seth, Chloe Beasley, she yeah. was a baller. Uh, Chloe Beasley. Yeah. Uh, Shan Schwarzendruber. There's a, ooh, she was awesome. Good name. Yeah, yeah Brianna and was... kind of a hot... Yeah, they they usually are, but they don't like. They're not into boys at that point. Then, then as they get older, then she was. Oh, was she? I think she little and the, minx. <laughs> I think she, yeah, I think she and the PE teacher did it. Whoa! Yeah. See, Chloe Beasley went the other way. Chloe Beasley never got interested in boys. Well, and that happens too. Yeah. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> uh... Still no Powerball winner, except uh, when I win. I mine. beg to differ. It's sitting right in my wallet. One of the four of us, uh, three, oh, us three and the texter, yeah. one of us is going to yeah. win. We should probably have a pact. The guy behind me was giving me crap over my $2 play. Why? Well, I had to drop something off at the, uh, like a, a package. And so they just have the uh, the little convenience store right by my house has a, I don't know, like a postal drop. I don't know, like a mini post office in it. Okay. So I dropped that off. and I'm I following you so and far. It, and it dawned on me because the guy in front of me bought lottery tickets. And like, I was like, oh. oh. I got to play the Powerball. I was the like, drawings yeah, tonight. The drawings tonight. Didn't even dawn on me. And I was like, oh, I said I'll take one. And the guy behind me gave me guff. Yeah. He was making fun He's of like, me. one. One. You think you're going to win with one? And I was like, I turned. I'm going to win with $40 worth. That's what I'm like wondering. Like, that guy is getting all cocky because he's a drop, about to drop 50 on it? I I'm spent like, $4 in cash today on one Powerball ticket and a Diet Coke. And the guy in front of me <laughs> dropped all 20 bucks on the on yeah. the Powerball tickets. I'm yeah. like, wow, maybe I've done this wrong or maybe I've done this you know, right. Listen, the, the odds are so astronomical. Think about this. So it's now $1.9 billion. Yeah. That's the jackpot, yeah. which is a record. They've had 41 drawings since August with no Jackie. Yeah. Think about how many people are playing this this Powerball game oh, all gosh. across the country and and still no winner. <laughs> Think about it. It doesn't matter whether you pay $2, $100,000. Yeah. You ain't winning that thing. It is the, one. The fun is just being in the game. It's a $2 ticket for hope. That's right. Hope and a little whimsy Being in, in my the life. Game. That's right. Checking the numbers is kind of fun. Yes. One in 292.2 million. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah. But, well, uh, but here you comes, have the same odds whether you play or not. Yes. But here comes the the, the eternal it. optimist. Someone's got to win. At some point, that's right. Someone will pull and the winning ticket. You can't win if you don't play. There you go. And I might even pivot into just wanting to get the five numbers to break off a casual milli. You know, I don't even right. need the whole thing. How about a ten grand? Sure, you know, like a little. That's 10, what I'm saying. Yeah. Ten spot. I'll go after that if everyone else wants to go for the big prize. This dude said, guy in front of him dropped two grand. Wow. 
All at once? All at once. Oh, like on at a 7-Eleven? No, it just says, guy in front of me dropped two grand. It might take a while. I seem to remember, like, during his playing days when there was an astronomical, like, historic Powerball that Shaq dropped, like, 10 grand on tickets. He's really? like, well, I, and everyone's like, well, why would you need to win this? And right. He's mm-hmm. like, well, why wouldn't I want to win this? Yeah. I mean, Shaq's got enough money, but if you ask Shaq money and someone was like, hey, would you like another billion dollars? The answer to that question is yes. Especially for doing nothing. Yeah. Although, this has made us work kind of hard. Uh, We're having to play multiple jackpots in a row. It's like nothing good ever comes easy, you know, Jason? Yeah. I mean... Like a $1.9 billion lottery prize. I had to get out of my car today in flip-flops with a cold foot... Exactly. ...and walk in. Exactly. And you even... You were just going in for something else. I was going in for something else. Yeah, you're dropping off your things. Yeah. But I did have to ask the lady, hey, I would like like a $2 ticket. When they, whoever wins, whoever it is, whether it's you or someone else, I would like to know. uh, The circumstances behind the ticket? Yeah, like how much, how many tickets did they buy? Do they play all the time? Are they just, oh, it's 1.9 billion, I better buy $2 or... Are they part of a consortium that pays a bunch yeah. of money to, to buy as tickets? An, as an avid watcher of uh, old Charlie there in the chocolate factory, I'm going with the, I don't want to be Veruca Salt or that fat Augustus kid. No, no, no. I'm going Charlie. Augustus one. Gloop? Yeah, one. I got one ticket, one chocolate bar, and what th- what happened? Golden ticket. And I'll tell you what, I'm not bringing along that bastard Grandpa Joe either. He can keep his sorry ass in bed. No, no, no. Grandpa Joe gets nothing. How about that? Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, com- factory Comedy on a, You know what? I've heard Monday. others go in on Grandpa Joe because the guy's been laid up with his his daughter taking care of him for 30-some-odd yeah. years, yeah. but the kid gets a golden ticket, and now he's Dude, doing a jig? I have Come on. no idea what you guys are talking about. Really? I mean, I know the movie, but... Grandpa Joe, let me just say this, even though Rob doesn't understand. That dude is the biggest piece of crap in movie history. I'm telling you, you know, I can at least respect Hannibal Lecter or someone like that. At least you know what they're about. He's motivated, telling you what he's about. But Grandpa Joe, you sit on your sorry ass for 30 years, and then lo, lo and behold, you go to the factory. Go to hell, Grandpa Joe. Yeah, the controversy, Isaac, is that this guy's been bedridden for decades, and then suddenly Kiddo pulls a golden ticket, and he's spry, yeah, jogging, huh? dancing, able to go. To see Wonka's He's factory. literally an invalid it's, living it's in a, a bed on the, with on two, well, actually three other people sitting there doing nothing while the family basically starves until the kid gets a chance to go to the chocolate factory. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden he's just ready to go. But is he a noted Republican? <laughs> he's an ass is what he is. Well, it is kind of funny how it, it's like, oh, why buy two? And then it's like, I'm totally going to win if I buy five more. <laughs> no. You know, it's like... I think the smart people are the ones who just buy one. You buy one, and it, yeah, it's a it's a little ticket for odds of this kind no matter fun. what. And uh, I got this news for you: none of us are winning. So. Well, except for but me. But in the event, except for me, we did. It's going to be a uh, magical. Night. Suk, the text line pointing out Grandpa Show also a thief because he's the one who had the idea to steal the fizzy lifting and groups. almost cost them everything. Yeah, their lives included. You know, Grandpa Joe should have been the one that fell into the stupid chocolate river and drowned. Better off without him. All right, I've got a, uh, <clears throat> well, we had another shooting today. The cops shot a guy. Yeah. And I've got an old lady police chase story. What? <laughs> Is it in my neighborhood? 75 years old. <laughs> Running from Gr- the police? Granny, yep. Wow. Hell yeah. Uh, that's coming up on In the News 450 on The Fan. A couple of uh, quick follow-ups here. One to the uh, noted republic, or notary public. Um, from an attorney who texts in, a notary has zero power. They are all there only to sign and say, I was here, saw the signature, and the person who signed it looks like the one on the ID. 
And he says, I hear all the time, but it was notarized. It doesn't change a thing unless someone says, I didn't sign that. So does that make sense to you? Yeah, but, I mean, isn't that some sort of legal binding thing, like in a contract? Like it's been notarized? Or what he's saying no, is like... No, he's, he's just saying it's notarized only means in the event there's a discrepancy. Oh, that's not my signature. I didn't sign that. Yeah. Then the notary comes and is like, yeah, oh, that was him. See? Or her. And if I have a crooked notary, i.e. me... Now I can screw you over because you're like, I didn't sign that. Well, you know what? You did, according to me, because I'm on the take. And we've got a uh, P1 who talked to a convenience store owner in a very wealthy community over 20-some-odd years. The biggest ticket they sold was $100 or something. Well, I, they, what do they say? that The lottery is a tax on the poor oh. and the, you know. Did you... So I know you went to you just bought your ticket at just a place you were dropping off a package. You're like, oh, I should just buy it here. Yeah. Do you ever think about... Like where you buy it and strategically, I never buy. I mean, honestly, I'm I'm not a. This is probably my fifth lottery ticket I've ever bought in my entire See, life. I, the winning ticket, in my opinion, I don't know if it's going to be mine, but it's going to come from the 76 down on McAdam. <laughs> That's where it's going. And the reason is those two guys that run that place are delightful. Yes, they are, and they have been in there for years, yeah. and I love them. And so today, I went out of my way to go there to buy my tickets mm. because I just think it's cool. I just think those guys are cool, and the gas attendants are always super nice. And I'm like, you know what? If I'm going to win, it's going to be from them. I got, I'm not going to lie. The, the place where I bought this, uh, I go there simply because it's a postal drop-off. So whenever I'm dropping off a package, I'll go in there and like you buy a energy drink or something. It is, um, it's not a friendly staff. <laughs> it's, mm. yeah, so and maybe that's working against me because if it is based on like being friendly and like because they get they get some money for it too. I did not pick. Uh, a, a good spot. Mine is solely based on convenience, not on well. It could save you some money. Any sort of merit. Because if you win, you don't feel obligated to go down and no grease their. Palms. But th- but they get a little something. At least the owner does. Yeah, the the the, the establishment does. Yeah. But I doubt they kick yeah. it down to their employees. Yeah. Something uh, tells me they don't. Well, I mean, maybe, but you know, the guy that's because I mean, it's a weird spot because it's like a post office. You can buy your lottery. They got some chicken tenders right there. No one's ever happy that you're there. It's it's a very cramped space and. And they've got a couple growlers, like they've got a couple, like, it's the most hodgepodge, and there's a car wash attached to it, too. It's the most random collection of businesses jammed together, and no one's happy to be working there. Well, I'll get to the old lady police chase tomorrow. There was a man taken to the hospital today after a police shooting in southeast Portland. It happened around 9 a.m. There were reports of a man setting a vehicle on fire. You can't do that. Near southeast 82nd. Arriving officers confronted him. He was armed, hmm. and there was an altercation, and police shot him. He eventually ran away, but they uh, caught him, and they took him to the hospital. Well, I'm assuming that after you're shot, um, they can just follow the trail of blood. I'm guessing that it, it, you know when you get shot, there's not a lot of uh, you know not a lot of successful escapes at that point. It didn't say how severely wounded he was, but he is going to survive. No officers were hurt. Emergency responders said the vehicle was engulfed in flames. Hmm. But eventually, just burned itself out. This is right across from PCC over there in Southeast. Oh, well, that's an eventful. Yeah, it's an eventful that's, morning. That's a wild day walking to class. It's a wild day. Do you stop and check that out for a little bit, or I think you got to see what's going on? You know, do you, or you hear gunshots, you yeah, maybe flee. You, yeah, you duck and run. But the burning car, I do think that you you know you probably go check that out. Well, that's always an alarming sight, isn't it? Is, yeah, when when, it, when it's just fully engulfed, it's like whoa, and you don't realize how like how hot like you can be like 50 feet away and you just feel it that's your in the news november 7 2022 just one more sleep to election night
<laughs> this ought to be fun. Yeah, so no more ads on no, TV tomorrow. No, believe me. It's not, I mean, it's not, it's not going to end. Something tells me there'll be a lot of... I, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> well, the ads are going to end. Yeah, There's no reason to have ads. If, it's uh, going to be a lot worse than the ads, hmm. right? When certain people refuse to admit the that results one way or the other, it's, it's going to be bad. All right, the Hot 5 at 5 is coming up next on The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.